motherhood, marriage, and all things adulting. That's what you'll find each week here at the Chaos Under Control podcast. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and I'm so excited to share this transparent and relatable space with you. So grab a coffee, invite a friend, and let's hang. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chaos Under Control. I am so pumped to be recording today, and we have lots of exciting episodes coming in the future, so don't let today be a one-stop shop. Please come back time and time again. I don't want you to miss out on the culture and the family that we have here. So I'm very excited about today, and today's episode is one of several that was submitted on my Instagram. I ran an Instagram poll and asked people what episodes they would like to hear. And at first, I didn't get any responses. And I was kind of concerned because I don't want to be that person that records podcast episodes that nobody wants to hear. It might be things that only are pertaining to my life right now or just not overall relatable content. And so I ran that poll and I didn't get a single response for like the first six hours. And I said, oh man, okay, nobody wants to hear anything, but they want episodes. So what do I do? So I said something else about it on Instagram and I got a ton of messages and a lot of people were like, hey, I had to think on it or we just love the episodes you make and it's hard to think of topics because they don't have, I guess, a mindset of what would be a good episode. Some people said that, but honestly and truly, even if you think your episode is quote unquote dumb or you think it's not worth talking about, please send it to me because you have no idea how hard it can be at times to keep my mind fresh and think of new episodes because some days I feel like I've talked about everything there is to talk about and then other days I'll get a flood of ideas. So it really helps when the audience is letting me know feedback, especially you can leave a review on this podcast, do the five-star button, write out a review, refer this podcast to a friend, Please send me DMs on Instagram and messages on Facebook. Let me know how you enjoy this podcast. If an episode helped you at all, please. It means so much because I don't want to feel like I'm talking just to nobody. I want to know that I'm actually making progress and the things I can do more or less of to make this space even better for episodes to come. So like I said, I ran that poll <clears throat> and I got a few suggestions, but two of them I mushed together to make this episode. I got a suggestion from someone about toxic friendships, and then I got another episode from someone about exhausting friends and family. And so I combined those two to make toxic slash exhausting friends and family, because I'm sure you can think of someone that's a friend or a family member to make this episode apply to your life. And if not, I'm jealous of you. But we're going to jump right into today's episode. So recording today, it is a regular day in the life of Emily Richardson. There is chaos surrounding me and I wouldn't have it any other way. But my son is here. His show is on TV. He's got toys everywhere. Like I said in the last episode, we are really focusing on that chaos part of chaos under control. So any background noise, I'm so sorry. I just want to make sure that I am not having to not record for y'all because I just can't get a silent time. That's just not in my life right now. But that's okay. So we're just going to record. So today is Inauguration Day in United States. And that is when Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be sworn in to office to be the president and vice president of the United States. So if you are not in the U.S., I have some listeners outside of the U.S., which is super cool. That is what's going on today in America. You can probably find that on the news. I'm sure it will be everywhere. But with that, here in America, the year of the election, there's always crazy news articles, stuff in the mail, stuff on TV, 
all the stuff going on about politics and Facebook and social media is like a wildfire every day. People who have grown up friends, who have respected each other for years, if you have a different political opinion, you start fighting like cats and dogs. It is unreal. And I'm here to tell you, I don't care who you voted for. It doesn't matter who I voted for. If I respect you as a person, I respect you as a person, and I'm not going to dictate who you did or didn't vote for to change your character and who I know you are as a person. And so I don't want you to feel like you have to DM me and say, well, did you vote for him because I voted for him or her or whatever? That doesn't matter. We're not worried about that. But the reason I'm bringing up politics in the inauguration on this post is because there are some family members or friends that you may have that you don't just see the worst of them on Facebook when it comes to them talking about politics with people. You see the worst of them all the time, in person, on social media, in any form. They're like this year-round, 24-7, any year, any day, any time. And so that's what today's episode is about. Now, I do want to touch on a few things about what makes someone toxic or exhausting because for a long time, I didn't know specifically what these things were and I made excuses for these people because I thought they were just having a bad day. They're going through whatever the situation. There was always an excuse and I like to find the good in people. I like to fix people. That's who I am as a person. So it was very hard for me to accept these things, but once I finally Really what did it for me was marrying my husband and meeting his family. I was like, wow, I really do have some toxic family members because this is ridiculous. And I'm going to touch on that in a minute because it really explains this episode. But let's go to this list first. So here are some bullet points of examples that someone is toxic or exhausting. They are always the victim, no matter what, in their eyes at least. They degrade you as soon as a chance presents itself or they compare your situation to theirs, even if it's not something that's comparable. They're going to do it anyway. They expect you to be there for them on their time. It's never a meet in the middle situation. It's always you have to put in the most effort. You put in more effort than them constantly. So that just brought me to the next point. And it's not even a meet me halfway situation. It's whether it's phone calls in person with anything. You are always putting in more effort. They always feel right and apologizing is not in their nature. They drag, excuse me. Yeah, they drag up past flaws of yours and praises of their own. Sorry, my handwriting is atrocious. <laughs> you seldomly feel enriched from their presence. They make you feel so guilty and less than them. They call you only when they need something from you. That one's a huge one. You can never make them happy, and if so, it's never for any length of time. So there's tons of other ones, of course, and I'm sure, you know, we could sit here all day and talk about that, but those are huge points. Now, I say all that because I want to give you a little backstory on my experience with a toxic friend slash family member, both, some just friends, some just family, it doesn't matter, but without going into detail and without being super explicit because or specific... Ah. I don't want to call out someone else and tell their story for them. I don't think that's fair, and I'm not a fan of that. But if you end up knowing who I'm talking about, that's fine. Don't DM me and ask me to deny or confirm because I'm not going to. I'm just going to tell a specific part of my life, and that's the end of it. So toxic uh, family member. I have dealt with that on several occasions, several of them, but one more so than others. A lot of you know this, some of you may not. My brother passed away when I was nine years old. He was 17. 2004, he was in a car accident and that happened and it was tragic. But when that happened, that 
changed my entire family. Some in other ways and some in these ways, but everyone was changed in some way, shape, or form. My family completely changed and it was so hard for the few years after that especially it was very hard and my town had not experienced a young death like that maybe ever but at least not in my lifetime so I had not lost grandparents before that I hadn't lost aunts and uncles that was my first loss as a child and hey stop sorry the dog and the child Stetson Richardson please stop okay Lucy do not lick him in the mouth that is not nice Really, this is my life. The dog licks him and they're still going at it. Okay, you know what? Live your life. I'm not going to stop you. Moving forward. But he passed away and that was the first loss that I had experienced and several of my family members had experienced and he was so young. So it was very impactful. But when that happened, it changed some of my very close family members drastically. And when I say that, or the reason I say that is because some of those family members navigated out of that and some of them did not. And they actually got worse over the years, but that was the turning point for them as a person. And so when they would show toxic behavior now, I reflect back to who they used to be and the person that I knew they could be. And I wanted to get them back to that. I wanted to make them quote unquote good again, not that they were bad. But I wanted to fix them because I knew who they used to be. But I always thought there was a chance. And people would tell me, oh, well, you only have one dad. You only have these sisters. You only have this mom and this. And you can't push away family. You only have so many. And I listened to that forever. But then I kept trying to fix people who didn't want to be fixed, didn't know they needed to be fixed. And it was a never-ending battle. And it just, it would never be good. It would always be good for a little bit of time. Something else would happen. And it was exhausting knowing I was not really making progress. And I held on to that forever, trying to fix them, not realizing that they were toxic. And then I married Tyler and I met his family and his dad and his stepdad are complete opposites. His mom and his stepmom are complete opposites. His brothers are different from each other. His grandparents are different on both sides. It's just He has so many different types of people in his family. Some like people in my family, some different. But what I learned through that is that for them to treat me the way they do, for them to put in the effort that they do in my life, made me realize there was no excuse, no matter what tragedy may have happened to change this person, there was no excuse for them, that person or these people to not be who I needed them to be in my life now. Go play, go play. I need you to go play. Thank you so much. So that was really hard for me. And then when I met and married Tyler, it just clicked for me. I said, there's no sense in this person treating me like this when someone in your family treats me like this. Like now I see what that person should be like in my life, what that label of a person should be like in my life. Like, for example, this is not the person. Let's say Tyler's great aunt who I've never met. I don't even know if he has one. If his great aunt treated me a certain way, I would say, well, if his great aunt can treat me that way, then why is my great aunt not doing that? Like, there's no excuse for her to be this way when the other one's this way. Does that make sense? So it was really a revealing time for me when I saw so many different types of people in his life all come together to treat me equally the same and good. And so that really showed me like, wow, okay, I'm making excuses for people at this point. And that also helped me with friendships because his brothers, his brother's girlfriends, his his friends, Tyler's friends they all stepped into my life and it really brought a lot to my attention of, wow, like I just have friends that maybe I've grown up with, but don't actually 
treat me like a friend should. A friend is solely there that you have picked to be in your life for good, for good for you and them. They're not there to mooch off of you and take from you and never give and always just wear you down and being around them is like you just ran a 5k and you're just exhausted your blood pressure is high and you're completely stressed out that's not what a friend should be and that's not what family should be either and for so long I made excuses for these people and it came to the point where once I had my son that's when I really had to just stick it out there and just say it is what it is like I can't make these people be who I want them to be And they shouldn't change for me. If they're happy with who they are, this is their one life. They should be that way. But I will not make my son be at their feet when they are these kinds of people. I will not beg them to be in his life and be good in his life. I will not beg that for him because he deserves better. And I will never beg someone to be the person in his life that he deserves or just be in his life. So when I had kids or a child, I should say, it really brought a lot to the surface. So if you're struggling with toxic family or friends, I promise you getting married will help so much. But when you have kids, you will go in mama bear slash papa bear mode and you will kill anybody that tries to hurt your babies. They can hurt you all day long. They can wear you down, tear you down. That's fine. But if they put any of that energy towards your baby, you will come in swinging and I will help you. Okay. I'm just kidding. Don't Please don't call me. I can't go to jail. I have a kid. But I will help you from afar. I will hype you up via text message. Okay. So let's get on this list. So have these little charts here. One side says toxic slash exhausting family. The other side is the same, but it's for friends. So I just have three bullet points here. I'm going to elaborate on them. So here's something you need to know about family. In case you forget, this is something I forgot. You don't choose your family, but you can choose to ignore them. So that's very huge. You don't pick who your family is. And yes, you only get one dad, one mother. You can get step parents, but one dad, one mother, one step parent on both sides, whatever, your siblings, you don't pick them and you only have a select amount of people that are close to you that are your family. At the end of the day, family is people who share the same DNA as you. That's it. That is it. And if you want to get technical, we all share the same DNA in some way, shape, or form, very minimalistically, or maybe not necessarily, but at some point, you know, our families had merged at some point because the world wouldn't go around if that wasn't the case. So we can't just use the idea of science that we share the same DNA as an excuse for somebody to completely treat us like a welcome mat and just walk all over us at any time of day and just tear us down. That's not fair because all of that toxicity that you allow from friends or family, whether you chose that family or not, you are allowing that to come into your home, your mental health, your marriage, your parenting, your job, all of that energy is going to find its way into every crevice of your life and it will destroy it. Trust me. So jumping over to the friend side of that, we just said for family, you don't choose them, but you can choose to ignore them. As far as friends go, you choose them. You do choose them, but you can also unchoose them. Now that is hard because I'm a people pleaser. I want to fix people. I want to be that person that when somebody is broken, they come to me and I can help them. That is who I am as a person. And I think the reason I'm that way is because when I was nine years old, my entire family was broken. And some people healed themselves. Some people healed over time and some people never got healed. And I spent my life from nine years old to this day trying to fix people who are broken, but are choosing to remain broken. And it was exhausting. But I had to tell myself that as far as friends go, 
I choose my friends because I want people who bring out the best in me, who bring out the best in me as a wife, as a mother, as a person, but who pour into me so I can pour into them. And if they're not doing that for me, they're not being a friend. They are just a ball of cells taking up space in my life. They can take that space up in someone else's life who will benefit from their negativity and their exhaustion and their comparison of our kids or our jobs or our husbands or whatever. They can take that energy somewhere else because I just don't have the capacity for it. And that's okay. If who they are as a person is somebody that in friendships, they contribute exhaustion and frustration and unfulfillment. If they contribute that in a friendship, they can do that with someone who wants that. But that's just not for me. And that's okay. But you can unchoose them. When you unchoose family or friends, you're not wishing bad on them. You don't hate them. You're not wishing that their life is bad. You've ever heard the saying, I want them to eat, just not at my table. That's how it is. You want them to eat, just not at your table. Jesus let Judas eat with him, even though he knew Judas was going to betray him. And that is something that stuck with me my whole life. My Sunday school teachers would tell me that. Make sure that you don't ever leave a kid by themselves. And you always treat people with respect because Judas ate too. And that's so true. And I love that phrase because it helps me forgive people. Forgive people. You can forgive people who have not yet apologized that do not need to take up any more space in your life, but that doesn't mean that you're giving them permission to still walk all over you and degrade you. You can forgive them and want them to move on onto the next chapter with new people as for you, but that doesn't mean when you forgive them, you just allow them back in. So yes, forgive them, want good for them, want them to be successful and happy and be a better person. But also know that that is not grounds for them to be forgiven and just start over fresh in your life to do it all over again. So you're not holding a grudge, you're forgiving, but you're just moving on from them in the situation. Toxic slash exhausting family, point number two. This is in the quotations. Well, there your blank, Emily, is not an excuse. Well, there your great aunt Pearl, Emily. I don't have a great aunt Pearl. Well, there you're this, there you're that, you know, and they, you wouldn't be here in this position if it wasn't for that. And they did this for you and you wouldn't be a wife and a mother if it wasn't for this. And you wouldn't be good at this if it wasn't for them or whatever. You know the examples. I'm throwing out a ton, but you can think of some. Here's the thing. If anybody has to use DNA as a reason for you to pour non-stop into a cup that has a hole in the bottom. If that person is a cup and they have a hole in the bottom and you're just pouring in that cup and it's not filling up, it's just not filling up. No matter what you do, it just keeps emptying out and they're using DNA as a reason, or maybe you're adopted, a birth certificate, any type of that, that is a reflection of them and not you. Because nobody who has your best interest and really cares about you, whether it's a friend or family, will tell you, oh, well, they're your family. You know, they're your this, they're your that, they're your friends since K4, they were your neighbor and y'all were BFFs and, you know, they're this and that to you. They will say, I understand where you're coming from and you have every right to block out anything that is dragging you down mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, it doesn't matter. You have every right to do that. And if somebody is not cheering you on in that way, They don't have your best interest at heart. They just don't. And I'm sorry if that offends some people, but I'm not sorry about it. Because I would never expect someone to tell me, well, they're this to you and they're that to you. And there are people that do that. And I know they love me, but they don't have my best interest at heart because they wouldn't make excuses for somebody else's toxic toxic, uh, personality and toxic behavior 
and them draining me and exhausting me. They wouldn't make excuses for that. They would go to that person and say, if you want to be in her life, you better shape up. You need to shape up for your own self, for people who are looking up to you. This isn't about her. This is about you. You are doing X, Y, and Z. Everyone sees it. I care about you. So because I care about you, I'm not going to make excuses for you. I'm going to ask you to do better. I would want somebody to do that to me. I wouldn't ever want them to make excuses just because I'm somebody's family. I would want them to say, Emily, you better get it together. You're better than this. You need to be better than this for people. I want that. I deserve that. That's who I'm going to be for Stetson. That's who I am for my husband. And he is that for me. And that's the way it should be. You should always be that person for someone. All right. Next one on the list is toxic and exhausting friends. Across from the bullet point of, well, they're your blank, Emily, is not an excuse. Across from that, we have, in quotations, friends fight sometimes, but we always overcome it. If the toxic person in your life is telling you that, what they're saying is, I know that we are going to overcome this because we have a million times, so I'm not interested in making progress and resolving it. Now, friends do fight sometimes. I had a best friend growing up and we would fight about the dumbest things. We would go on vacation and fight about which boy we thought was cuter and these boys didn't even look in our direction. I'm going to like him. No, I'm going to like him. And they didn't give two junks about us. Like that's the stuff we would fight about or we would fight about who was going to write with the purple pen instead of the pink one or we would go to limited two together and we would want matching tank tops and she'd say, no, I want this color. You get that one. But that's what we would fight about. So For people to say friends fight, sometimes they do about bigger things, of course, but they don't fight about things that affect your mental health on a regular basis and not try to improve them. And if you find yourself in this same rodeo and you're just doing the same dance with people over and over and you're fighting with people because they keep calling you for money and they keep showing up at your house uninvited and they keep coming and telling you all of their problems and asking for advice and they never take it. And then they call you because you told them to do the right thing and they didn't and it didn't work out. And they're calling you in the middle of the night when you're trying to go to bed because your baby's asleep or they're showing up at your job or whatever. There's so many examples. That's not a friend. You are their crutch. You are keeping them up when they need to sit down and rest and heal and get better so they don't depend on crutches. If you get injured, if you get hit by a car, you are going to get a cast, probably have surgery, rest, get better, be on crutches for a little while, and then get off of them. The goal is not to stay on crutches. The goal is to get better. So if you have a friend that is coming to you as their crutch because they need this and that and this and that, no, they have to give in to you so you can give back to them. It can't be one-sided. That's not a friendship. That's parenting. If you are the one giving them advice, mentoring them, giving them money, taking care of them, keeping them out of trouble, congratulations, you are a parent to a person that might be your age or even older. That's weird, but that's what it is. And it's frustrating. So don't let yourself be that person. I have been there so many times. I've had friends that I had to cut off and they would message me years later and say, thank you for cutting me off. Really? You were the one thing I was holding on to that I knew that I didn't have to get better. I didn't have to put those drugs down. I didn't have to be a good mom to my kids because I knew I could call you and you would come pick me up and you would drive me home when I was drunk and you would give me money and I would go get drugs with that money, even though I told you it was for this. I've had those friends, but I told you, I like to fix people. But when you put your foot down out of love for them, you can only hope they get better no matter what their struggles and issues are. 
And then when they get better, they'll either thank you or you will just see it through them and you won't need a thank you. You will forgive them on your own time and you will move forward and know that you did the right thing. Point number three on toxic and exhausting family. This is in quotations too. After all I did for you, this is how you repay me. I've heard that a million times. First of all, if somebody does something for you that you don't ask them to do, they don't ever get to throw that in your face because you didn't ask them to do it. Second of all, if they do something for you that you asked them to please do and they chose to do it, they don't get to throw that in your face because they agreed to do it. And it's not their job to agree to do things to throw over your face and hold over your head for the rest of your life. That's not them doing good things. That's them being narcissistic and that's them getting leveraged for you for the rest of your life and that's not okay. So it doesn't matter what they did for you if they agreed to do it or they did it out of the quote unquote goodness of their heart that's not up for debate anymore. Just say, yes, you did do that for me. And here's the thing. Here's what I found out with that toxic family member. I had to acknowledge what they did for me because for years they would just say, after all I did for you, after all I did for you. And I would say, that doesn't matter. We're talking about right now, a situation right now. None of that matters. But here's the thing. They need to be praised. But if you hit them where it hurts and you just say, you know what? You did do a lot for me. You did. You did this, 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 and so much more. You did so much. But I hope that as a parent, as a spouse, as a sister, as everything that I am to people, I hope I never move forward in this life in the terms of calendar years, but I live in the past in terms of praises that I've done for people and constantly need to be praised for that. I hope that I am adult enough to live this life moving forward and not be stuck or going in reverse because I need to be praised for things I did then that I'm not doing now. So please know that. Don't be afraid to stick it to toxic family because I'm telling you until you put them in their place, they are not going to ever even remotely calm down. They will just keep singing that same tune. On the flip side of that for friends, this is in quotations. I guess you forgot that time I did blank for you. I've heard this one too. And just tell them, say, no, I did not. I did not forget that actually. And as a matter of fact, you did X, Y, and Z for me too. But here's the thing. When you're a friend and you do something for someone, you don't ever throw it in their face for leverage and you don't remind them in a moment of anger. And because you're doing that, you didn't want to do those things for me. You didn't appreciate them. And I'm sorry you put that effort in and you did it. I'm sorry you spent that money. I'm sorry you went that extra mile for me. But that's what friends do. And by you having to bring that to my attention as something negative... We're not friends because I would never bring that up to you as something that you need to be thankful I did that for you. You need to remember that one time four years ago that this happened because I move on from things. So because you're bringing that up, that shows that you're not a friend to me because I was a burden in your life and I made you do something that was out of your way. So I will move forward with someone else as you should and we will find people who we are not burdens to and they are not burdens to us. That is fair. You deserve that. I deserve that. And just move on from it. Okay, a few bullet points I have. Just some key points. Don't be sorry for these things. Do not. Do not be sorry for ignoring them. Do not be sorry for directly cutting them off. That means calling them, confronting them, texting them, directly saying, I want to let you know I'm blocking you off social media or I am blocking your number or whatever you're doing. I will not be seeing you at X, Y, and Z. Don't be scared to do that. Be direct about it. If you're a confrontational person, do it. Otherwise, just ignore them, block them, and let silence speak its volumes. Whatever you prefer. Also, do not be sorry for putting up clear boundaries. Again, if that means you just block them off Facebook and social media, but you let them text you and call you, 
because you don't want them arguing on your Facebook stuff with your friends, that's fine. That's what I did. That person can call me anytime. They don't know how to text. They don't text. So they can just call me anytime. They have my number. I have not blocked them. They know where I live. They can drive to see me at any time. But they will not come onto my social media and say horrible things to people because they feel like they have that authority that nobody has granted to them. But that's another story for another day. So put up clear boundaries if you need to. Write them a letter, text them and say, you're allowed to do this, this, and this in my life, but not this, this, and this. And that is it. You are allowed to know this, this, and this about my life, but not X, Y, and Z. You have every right to set your boundaries and you don't need anybody's approval on what those boundaries are. And they're not up for debate. They're not up for discussion. You present them to that person and say, have a blessed day. This is the information and I will not be discussing it with you and cut it off. All right. Last point on don't be sorry for. Don't be sorry for removing your family or your friends. Excuse me. Do not be sorry for removing your family slash valuables from them. Valuables is in uh, parentheses. Sorry, my handwriting is terrible. But what I mean by that is, for example, if you have a toxic family member or a friend that invites himself over at any time or they always come over and they need money they always come over drunk there's a mom friend that you're friends with and she's always saying oh our kids are only two months apart and my kid's doing this and your kid's not or her kid's older and your kid should be doing this my kid was doing this by now why is he doing that why isn't she doing this oh your kid won't eat oh that's funny because my kid ate like crazy oh blah 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 those kind of people or the people that just always have something to say about your life. Oh, that's how you parent? Oh, you discipline them in that way? Oh, you let them watch a tablet? Back in my time, we didn't let them watch tablets. We didn't have tablets. We actually parented our kids. Blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you. I mean, I could just give you examples for hours. But people like that, don't let them near your valuables. Your valuables are your family, your job, and your mental health. Do not let them show up at your job. Don't let them show up where your family is at home. And do not let them into your head. Do not. Tell them straight up. Hey, you're not allowed to come to my job. I promise you, you do not want to do that. They know you're not allowed to be there. Do not show up and ask for money. Do not call my job and ask for me. I cannot come pick you up. I cannot give you this. None of that. Do not let them into your home where your family is. Do not let them around your kids if they're going to compare their kids to yours or your kids against each other. Don't let them do that. If they're going to compare themselves to you, do not let them in your home. Do not let them near you. None of that. Just anything that they feel like they have authority over in your life, take it away from them. Just rip it from their hands. They only have authority if you let them. They can only dictate your emotions and your mental health if you let them. But I'm going to tell you, no matter who it is that I have cut out or somewhat muted in my life, I still love them and I want to see them do good. And if they called me right now with an emergency that was serious and emergency, I would help them because that's who I am as a person. But I will not day in and day out give them the permission to walk into my life like it's a theme park and just take my emotions up and down like it's a roller coaster. I'm not here for that. I'm not. I'm a good person and I'm not being cocky when I say that. I care about people. I care about people's emotions and I care about that toxic person enough to know that it's not healthy for myself or them to be in that close of proximity and know enough about each other's lives. It's just not healthy. We need to distance ourselves so we can be the best we can be because we're just not good together. And that's how it should be. And if you are a person who is dealing with a toxic or exhausting friend or family member, you think and you have not confirmed, please reach out to me. I'm not going to run off and say anything. I will not. By the way, I know like a bajillion people are pregnant right now based on something I posted on Instagram, post something positive in the box. And apparently 
pregnancy tests are hot and positive lately. So I keep secrets very well. I'm very excited for a lot of people. But on the flip side of the excitement, if you are struggling with anything of this sort relating to this episode or other episodes, please reach out to me. I have that person. I have a person I've never met in my entire life, and she's on my Instagram. We message each other a lot. We talk a lot. She's so sweet. We talk on Snapchat whenever I use it. We text. We do everything because I feel like I can confide in her. She's not someone that's going to be hanging out with my group of friends tomorrow and say, oh, yeah, I was talking to Emily, and this is what she said. We're both moms. We can communicate with each other without judgment. She doesn't know who I'm talking about, and I can just say I have a family member, such and such. She gives me honest advice and mature advice. She's married. She's a mom. She knows where I'm coming from. She's been through a lot as well, and it matters. It matters when you have someone to talk to as an outlet, to clear your head, to get an unbiased opinion that can really tell you like, hey, because I know you and I want good for you and I don't know this person so I can't be biased, I just want to tell you this is the situation that you're telling me and based off what you're saying, this is how I think it should happen. That is so important. Try to do that. Find you a good friend. I go to Tyler about some things, but with him being deployed, he's got so much going on over there and I do not want to fog his brain with stuff that some girl talk could handle. So please find your person. I will be your person. You just say the word. I will be your person. Never fear, but please find your person. Do not let toxic and exhausting people run over your life. Don't do it. You're better than that. You deserve better than that. I am always here for y'all. I'm so excited to get more episodes out before I go on this trip. And please, if you ever need me, DM me on Instagram, message me on Facebook at Emily G. Richardson on Instagram and Emily Richardson on Facebook. I love y'all dearly. I'll talk to y'all soon. Have a great day.